The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet, but do not fret. Chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, because everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, good morning, everyone. We welcome you to our show, Hope. Uh, we're excited about today's show. It's July the 28th. Uh, it's hard to believe the end of July is here. Uh, that just means August is coming, and it's just as hot in August as it is in July here in the South, and that's just the way it is. And mm. Uh, may have a little relief coming this weekend, maybe with some rain and things. But, man, we're excited about today's show. I'm Tommy Wilson, Director of Living Free Ministries. I'm here with uh, the Program Director at the Freedom Center, Wesley Jackson, and our good friend that's uh, the Biblical Counselor slash a lot of things at Crosswind Ministries, <laughs> Bobby Caps. And, guys, man, we, uh, uh, we're excited about today's show. We're going to talk about a subject that is uh, – huge in our world uh, as we get into the show we're going to talk about addiction and uh, we're going to talk about what our faith looks like that faith can help us overcome our addiction you know and bobby some of the things that's always asked around the i guess the recovery world and in our neighborhoods and stuff is you know, was you born addict, once addict, always addict? There's a lot of things that plays into a lot of questions that we we get asked often. And, you know, we're just like everybody else. We have our own opinion. Uh, but the opinion we want to go to is to the Scripture. Uh, because one thing about it, that don't change. And uh, my opinion changes often. Uh, my favorite place to eat changes often and a lot of things like that. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, Bobby, uh, some of the verses that comes to me just to, it, to that I, I think about often is 2 Corinthians 5, 17, where it says, Therefore, for man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are past, and behold, all things become new. Uh, if you take that verse, and if you are a believer and you believe Scripture is true, that kind of eliminates the once addict, always addict. Yeah, I mean, where addiction is uh, something uh, that uh, it's a stumbling, if you will, uh, and uh, it's a yielding uh, to the desires and then allowing those desires to actually finally overtake you and... and um, uh, and to where you uh, won't not yield to them. Uh, and so uh, God's Word has a lot to say about that. We're going to talk about how, how our faith, and this isn't like our verb faith, but it's our noun faith. Like how what we believe renews the mind, how the mind, how that what we believe so, so John, John says it this way. He says, this is the victory that overcomes the world, your faith. Right? James says, here's how you resist the devil. Stand firm in your faith. Ephesians 6, when it puts on the full armor of God, says we're overcoming the devil, we're overcoming his whole schemes, we're overcoming the world, and we have to stand. But then he says, what is it that extinguishes the fiery darts of the devil? It is our faith. That is what we believe, what we actually rely on in our belief system. So, so when Jesus says the truth sets me free, he is saying that this is the thing that overcomes the world. There is a victory that overcomes the world, and it really is what you believe. And so 
we're going to and we're going to unpack that. Yeah. So so if then what I believe overcomes the world, well, part of the world of addiction is our desires. And that could be success addiction. Yeah. We were just talking about that this morning. Uh, that could be pornography. That could be anything of these and I addictions. I love what the guy we was listening to on the way over here said. Pornography is a nasty addiction. Yeah, it's it's likely the most powerful of all addictions. Yeah. Um, and uh, and because it wires itself into some of these places that God has preserved, you know, uh, and and not only does it have uh, the uh, the uh, connection payoff uh, in the brain, which is called oxy- oxytocin, but it also has the dopamine payoff, and and so. But anyways, yeah. yeah, for sure. And so, any of these addictions, though, are set free uh, by belief, by faith in the Lord Jesus. So we'll, well talk about that, Wesley. Uh, we, we're going to talk a lot about the, the, our faith overcoming addiction in the second and third segment today, but Wesley. Uh, You've been gone for a few days. Yeah, I've been out of town for about a week. Yeah. I told Bobby this morning I done got a little homesick. Missed you guys. I come back and you don't look like you lost 20 more pounds. Yeah. I don't, well, I, I avoided on. Ralph most of this week. I was, so. was, was going to say, y'all ain't been on the eating spree yeah. myself. No. I think I was. But, well, I still can't get over the last time we had a meet. You know, we was talking in the middle of our team meeting. Ralph breaks out the calendar and said, let's talk about vacation. Let's talk about vacation. <laughs> EBR, Ralph. EBR. Everybody but Ralph gets But, Wesley, on the way, I mean, something that just hit me, and I, I, I was thinking about it, far as, you know, maybe somebody saying, well, who is these guys that can talk about addiction? Who is these guys can talk about faith? Between the three of us, we have well over 50 years uh, combined doing what we do today. I've got mm-hmm. 24 years in. Bobby, you've got 30. 30, so that's 54. And Wesley's so, got almost so we're almost making 60. Yeah, right? we're almost at 60 years that we've been pounding the ground every day yeah. helping people with addiction problems. And the only way we know how to help people with addiction problems is with our faith. Amen. And our faith Amen. is the Lord Jesus Christ, and we believe that he sets people free. And that's the reason we do what we do. It is. It is, Tommy. Uh, Bobby was just talking about, you know, not being conformed to our desires and what the world teaches us. And I go back to my life, and, you know, and it's probably relatable to a bunch of folks. If you're not sitting around a Christ-centered dinner table at night, well, you're being conformed to what the world wants you to be conformed to. And, you know, and whenever... It, become time for something to change in my life i had to renew my mind with god's word and to incorporate my faith in who he said i was in, in that change and before that you know the proverbs fourteen twelve says that there's a way that seems right to man but in the end is death and that's my that's my whole life is i thought i was doing things yeah. right but what i was doing was going further and further down the rabbit hole well and uh again what we do every day is uh we help folks uh-huh. with addiction problems, whether it's drugs, uh, alcohol, sex, whatever it may be. Um, but what our, our belief is that our faith overcomes it, and we're living proof of it with over 60 years between us. So that that gives us a little bit of credibility to talk about it, I think. Well, and and we've, we've applied it, Tommy, with the Freedom Center. We've seen yeah. it work. We've had men come through our program here are now standing on the other side of the victory and found freedom in Christ. Ever since the first guy that came through, we've tell had them, some great tell them right quick about the Freedom Center. What the Freedom Center is? So the the Freedom Center is a men's Christ-centered program, a residential program where guys come and live with us for twelve weeks. For twelve weeks at a time, we house these guys, we love on them, we feed them well, we walk them through the Scripture, and we wash them in God's Word. And uh, we just expect the Lord to do all the heavy lifting. We're just there for the hard times, but. We're we're in, always looking for a guy to help. We have room right now for people to come and, and spend 12 weeks with us. Yeah, it's 12 weeks. So far, since December the 1st, we've had 23 men come in. Yeah. We're expecting number 24 today. We've had 10 men to graduate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we've had some men didn't make it. We just had a couple guys didn't stay with us. Yeah. One stayed two weeks. One stayed... About a week. Some it it ain't for everybody. No, it, it's not. It's not. It's a commitment. Twelve weeks is a long time, and we've had some guys come in and you know just have the mindset of I'm going to stay thirty or forty days, and you know and and that's that's their choice. But we still encourage you to come, give yeah. it a chance, give the Lord a chance, and 
you know. Hi, hi. If someone's interested in that, Wesley, where do they go to start the application process? The application process starts at CorinthFreedomCenter.com. You just go to apply, fill out the application, or if you just have questions, you can go to the bottom of the page on the, the homepage of the website and fill out the contact information. We'll get back to you immediately and hopefully can answer any questions you may have. Well, listen, we get to do this radio show because of our sponsors. And, man, are we thankful for them. Gatlin's Pharmacy, Bart and Don Dorn there in Tishomingo. Uh, for any of your pharmacy needs, uh, go by and see them. Let them know that you're thankful that they support our show. Uh, we're thankful for them. Wilco Real Estate Group, the real estate market is still hot, guys. Uh, the, the lack of homes for sale causes that. We, uh, they need homes for sale. Wilco Real Estate Group, my wife Maria Wilson and her team, which includes my daughter Olivia, uh, reach out to either one of them or someone on that team. Subways, my friend Daniel Arthur here in the local town. I'm on a diet. I'm, uh, I joined the Light Center, and man, I've, I've lost over 40-something pounds so far. And one of the things I get to do is I get to go by Subway and eat a flatbread, grilled chicken, uh, double meat grilled chicken uh, sandwich. I can have a foot long, and or uh, you know, so I'm I'm thankful for my friends at Subway and uh, my friend Daniel Arthur, Nick Bain. We use Nick for a lot of our legal needs, and we encourage you to use Nick. Living Free Ministries and Crosswind Ministries—they've just been in town doing it for a long time, and uh, man, they do a lot of different things. So very thankful for Living Free and Crosswind. Listen, we want to give you a phone number. Uh, as we go to break, maybe you've got a question right off the bat about of addiction or how does your faith overcome your addiction? 662-603-9829 is a text line only. 662-603-9829. We're going to take a break and Bobby's going to come back and we're going to talk about our faith overcoming of addiction. <laughs> Um, it's Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorrent.com. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo, is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hi folks, it's Tommy Wilson with Car and Mattress Furniture Outlet right here on Highway 72 in Car Mississippi. Man, is it hot. The summer heat has arrived and no better way to cool down than get a water slide inflatable from us. Call the store to book yours today. Also, our deals on mattresses, recliners, lift chairs, adjustable beds are even hotter than the heat, man. Come see us. Remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get these deals. Bain Bowen. 
Attorneys at Law are proud to be a part of this program. At Baines and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, Attorneys at Law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Hey, we welcome you back to our show, Hope. Man, it is uh, Thursday morning here, and we're downtown Corinth at Super Talk Radio Station with our friend Dr. Phil. And man, we Bobby. We want to talk about a subject that we like talking about. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a tough subject. We all have people in our families and friends that struggling. Life's upside down. I know. I, right now, I've got probably at least three very close family members that life is just turned upside down for them and they you know i've always said they're hard on life and life's hard on them and that ain't a good combination and uh but you know bobby i've i've been out of that destruction lifestyle for 24 years now thankful because the lord jesus and the lord put on our heart on our on our hearts and stuff to help people and man, Bobby, at the end of the day, there's really just one hope, and that's of finding your faith mm-hmm. and finding that faith to overcome your addiction. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about that a little bit. For someone that may be in the midst of some sort of addiction where it's some sort of drugs, alcohol, or what you we talked about pornography on the way over here, uh, where, where do they begin? What happens? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the starting place for me is to really understand how the enemy of our soul, the devil, uh, attacks us. So if we're doing something that's destructive, right, that doesn't glorify God, that falls short of the glory of God, if we're doing something that's destructive, if we're being the humans that God didn't intend humans to be, there has to be a mechanism to that. That is, something has to be going on. I have to be assaulted somewhere. And where is it that I'm being assaulted? Well, the enemy of our soul has one trick in his bag. And it is that he is a liar and the father of all the lies. He's a liar and the father of all the lies. He lied in the garden and he's lying today to you. And so he... He positions himself. These darts that they were talking about in Ephesians 6, the fiery darts of the devil, are lies. That's what they are. They're lies. And, and the lies come into your mind. It's, and and we could, you could call it on the one hand unbelief or wrong faith, right? So Because what the devil does is he gets you to believe something, to have faith in something that's actually not true. So you're when when Tommy when you say well we believe that it, that you have to have that it's your faith that sets you free from addiction and that your faith has to be in the Lord Jesus well he'll get you to have faith in a tons of stuff mm-hmm. but not the Lord Jesus right and so well how is it how does that mechanism work so the starting place probably is just to understand that the devil works by the means of lies and they come in a form. Okay, so listen, I want I want you to do this. Everybody that's old, so that's me and Dr. Phil. And then Tommy's pushing old and and, 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 and Wesley's our youngster. Yeah. But listen, here's the deal. Some of y'all remember uh, that if you needed to get a lower GI, you had to drink this stuff called barium. Yeah. Well, barium is a radioactive isotope. And so what happens is when you drink it, the barium gets down in your guts. And then it emits radiation, and then they just put a reader on top of that, and they can see where the radiation is not, that's where the blockage is, right? Well, think about sin as this. Think about sin as barium dye, and what it emits is desires. Hmm. What it emits is desires. Think, uh, go if you if you uh, remember this verse in James. James talks about how how noun sin 
ends up being verb sin. How the barium dye that's in me ends up causing me to sin. He says that sin starts with a desire. It's a desire to sin. I want to sin. I want to get high. I want to relieve I want, to, I want to feel good. Maybe that's the pleasure side of sin. Remember, it's short-term payoff. I want, I want something that, that can, that can uh, attack the symptoms, if you will, of my life, right? Just to make me feel good. I need to take the edge off, however we want to call that. And, and so what happens is it begins with a desire. And then the Bible says that if I yield to that desire... The desire conceives, and for those of you who are who are uh, uh, seventh grade uh, biology um, uh, or seventh grade science graduates, uh, you know that once a conception happens, a baby is going to be born. And so, what happens is sin conceive the the desire once it's yielded to. Once I say yes to the desire, we were talking about this dopamine is that the dopamine in the brain is actually not the payoff, not me getting high, but it's the desire to get high. What we get addicted to, if you want to talk about the neurobiology of addiction, is we get addicted to the desire. Mm -hmm. And then the desire gets so blown out of proportion, that's reinforcement. And, And how do I do that? Well, I yield to that desire, right? And I yield to the desire, and then the desire, then that's the conception that brings forth the baby. And, and we talk about this, and if you've ever been in the AA uh, environment or the NA environment or any of these uh, addiction environments, you'll hear about when they're making the plan. You know what I mean? Well, what does that mean? Well, the desire showed up, and they begin to yield themselves to the desire. And I promise you that it, some people can hold off for three months, but... The baby's going to come. The baby's going to come because you can't yield to the desire. When, and, and so, well, that's the starting point, Tommy. The starting point is, uh, well, Satan is attacking me and he's lying to me in this desire. He's telling me this desire will give me what I want, relief from pain, uh, r- r- the pains of life, you know, mental pain, agony, you know, the, the, the relief from these uh, uh, the beliefs, uh, these false beliefs. Okay, so here's another piece of that. So that's the start. The other piece is that, well, how is the desire a lie? Well, here's what he comes and tells you. He tells you, listen, his favorite place to launch these darts from is from these unbeliefs that happened. And these unbeliefs are primarily instantiated in these major events of my life that we call wounds or traumas or something like that, right? So, like, let's say that you got sexually abused when you were a kid. So, it is 100% a fact that you will come to believe that something is wrong with you because you got sexually abused. You will, and, and that is a lie, right? And so he uses the lie to dehumanize you and through shame depersonalize you and to say, there's something wrong with me. I'm a defect. I'm damaged goods. What happened to me, if somebody treated me that way, there must have been a reason, and the reason must have been something's wrong with me. Wesley? So the origins of that, uh, that lie is created in devalue. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, he, what he does is he attacks uh, my sense. I was created in the image of God, right? Mm-hmm. Even though yeah. I'm fallen, I was still created in the image yeah. of God. The reason that I have dignity, if you will, was because God created me in his image, right? Mm-hmm. Now that, so how does that get restored? And this is where we're coming back in with our faith. Yeah. That gets restored in not that all of a sudden I'm some guy, but I'm found in the guy, mm-hmm. Christ yeah. Jesus, right? Yeah. So Christ Jesus is the one who restores my dignity because he's the man that God intended men to be. Mm-hmm. And so, and he's the only one that can restore me to my personhood that is lost 
in trouble. And so, but when trouble comes, Satan attends the trouble with a lie. In other words, he gives a false report about the trouble and he says, what you are, what happened to you. And so what happens is then that hurts. I can't bear being less than human. I can't bear being defective and damaged because now I'm not commendable to God, nor am I commendable to man. And so what happens is that means God's not going to love me and neither is man, right? Nobody's going to love me because I'm a defect. I'm an outcast. Uh, what has happened to me has, has, has kicked me out of the circle. And so what I then do is I suffer the pain of that. And then what I then do is the, he tells me another lie. Well, you desire to have relief from that pain. Well, here's relief. And it's not the relief that God gives in Christ. It's the relief uh, that is temporary, that lasts uh, as long as, you know, uh, four hours or however long, you know, your uh, hit of whatever lasts before you have to do another one. So, so we get into trouble. Could be from, like you said, from the trauma or something happened to us as a child that leads us into a uh, devalued look in life that we're not that we don't have value, we don't bring nothing to the table. I, it's almost like we're damaged goods, mm -hmm. and uh, we can't be sent back. I mean, because the thirty days is out, you know. Yeah. So here we are, and we feel like we're broken, and we turn to something that Wesley seems like gives us a little bit of self-value, whether it's cocaine, meth, or you know, I'm ten foot tall and bulletproof well, when it. I'm on that. That's it. It just numbs us to the fact that we wasn't enough. Check this out. I, I, I had a friend who was talk, who was an oxycotton, uh, oxycodone uh, addict, mm -hmm. and he told me he, he the first time he ever took it was after an injury, uh, and he told me he said when I took oxycodone it was the first time I had ever felt normal. Yeah. yeah. Well, what does that mean? That somehow his mind, he believed that the person, that that who he was was not normal. You know what I mean? Is like he didn't accept himself. You know what I mean? And so what happened was, but when he took oxycodone and that pain uh, was relieved, if you will, right? Oxycodone tricks the brain into shorting out the pain circuits and your physiological pain and your psychological pain are in the same circuit so it shorts them both out that's why it feels good yeah. well it feels good because it relieves the pain right not only physiological pain but also psychological pain and so it relieves the pain and so for the first time in this guy's life he felt normal because he had the pain was relieved even for a few seconds yeah and then you get into And the devil then will follow up on that with the lie that says, see there, this will relieve the pain. Yeah. Instead of that God relieves the pain by yeah. healing my broken heart and setting my captive self free. I was on the phone with a grandmother on the way to meet y'all, and she was just looking for help for her grandson. And that uh, he is uh, kind of, uh, he is really in a bad state of mind. He is totally messed up. Uh, he is... Uh, kind of uh, hidden out, just thinks everybody's out to get him and all of that. So this, this young man is really a mess today. And all I can share with this family is there is hope. Yeah. There is hope. It starts with getting him to a situation where he can hear the word, respond to the word. Yeah. And it was cause it's, I have to, somebody has to tell me that I'm redeemable. Yeah. Somebody has to he, tell me that, that, that I that, that I that that I can be recovered, that I can yeah. be redeemed, and yeah. that is the Lord and, Jesus and, Christ who and, bought us with yeah. His own precious this blood. This young man could bring a lot to the table if we yeah. get him to the That's table right. and let him understand it. Guys, we got to take a break. We're going to come back and look at how our faith is overcoming addiction in our next segment. Listen. 
This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need need of seasonal apparel. And these are just a few things that we do and we, we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone. So if you are in need of help, please call us or come see us at Crosswind on 703 Tate Street. We're here to help. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back to our show, Hope. Uh, guys, we want to give our phone number out uh, in case you've got a text message or a comment about the show. Uh, we, we welcome any comment. I mean, uh, we're, we're fine with whatever kind of comment or question that you text us. 662-603-9829. Today we're talking about our faith overcoming addiction. Uh, I know this in my own personal life, 24 years ago, over 24 years ago now, I was a mess. I was, uh, I had been in a mess for a long time, Bobby. And, and because of my wife really begging me and pleading me to come to church and give, you know, that was really at the last option. Uh, for some reason, I showed up at the church and I heard this guy speak, preach for a couple weeks. And 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 it started talking about peace and joy. And I, I'm, I'm in the middle of meth addiction. I'm in the middle of uh, syringe using and I'm in the middle of drinking a lot. I'm in the middle of taking any kind of pill I can get. But I heard this guy preach out of the scripture for the first time, and he was talking about that a guy could have some peace and joy in his life. And I knew at the moment I didn't have either one of them, Bobby. Yeah. All I had, I, actually, I never realized, Wesley, I had a mess until I started looking. That, 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 yeah. That's what yeah. I'm sitting here yeah. telling me thinking. And and then all of a sudden, I turn, you know, I'm turning to the east to the west north and south and my life's a mess i'm i am messed up uh on any kind of drug you can imagine and all of a sudden i plead out one day god if you're real i want you to step into my life and i want you to become my lord and i want you to help me i didn't know what that looked like bobby I had no idea what it looked like. I didn't own a Bible that day. Mm. I wasn't part of a church. I wasn't going to the church. As a matter of fact, I thought there was cults. But look, the Lord took me as I was. He took me as a drug addict. He took me as my thought life and all that was such a wreck. But then something started changing. I, I wish I could tell you it changed in the first week. 
But, man, it's, it's still changing 24 years later. Yeah, for sure. So how did that faith overcome my addiction? How did that happen, Bob? Well, I'll just tell you this. Paul lays it out really clear in 1 Corinthians. In, in the first couple chapters, just read it. He just says, God chose what Jesus did, and then, the, then after that, that message of what Jesus did, and he goes, it feels like foolishness, but it literally is the power of God to, to bring you to spiritual life, reorient your mind, to save you, to rescue you. Uh, and that simple message is this gospel message that no matter what's happened to me, so that's on the one side, that no matter what I've done, that's on the other side, that I have a substitute who is perfectly acceptable to God and that that person took my garbage and paid for it in full and that having done that, now I'm acceptable to God. Not based on what happened to me when I feel like crap. I mean, somebody treated me like crap, so I feel like I am. Not based on something that I've done where I've completely acted sometimes in such a horrible way where I don't even believe that I'm a human. How many of you have have that? I can't even believe I had that thought in my mind. You know, wow, that surely came from the devil, right? So no matter what I've done, my life summarizes to say you're not acceptable with God, to God. And that, by the way, is the absolute truth. But guess what? I have a substitute who is acceptable to God. And my substitute pays for my sins. My substitute bears in his body my sins on the tree. And he pays for them in full. So suddenly, I'm accepted by God because of what Jesus did to me. And what that does in my mind, literally how it renews my mind and therefore transforms me, which is what our whole point is. How is it that what I believe transforms me, sets me free? The truth Jesus said was set you free. Well, how does it do that? Well, it solves my core problem. And my core problem is, is that I believe that I'm not acceptable to God or man, right? And it solves my core problem because it pays in full for everything that has dehumanized me, everything that has broken me and trashed me and makes me feel the chaos of life that you were talking about, no peace, right? And yeah, suddenly, and when I have peace with God, right? Well, what does is, what is the gospel do? The gospel brings in and shows how peace with God happens. And... This is the thing that I think that many people want to do. They want to fight addiction, meaning they want to quit drinking or drugging or sexing or whatever. And so they want to fight the addiction. But the problem is until you have peace with God, your mind is always want to go back and get that medicine. Your mind will always want to go back. When you have peace with God, that's this launch point. Well, where does peace with God come from? It comes from what I believe. And what do I need to believe? What God has done for his people in saving them from their sins through Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. Well, and I, I think that most people that, just like this young man I was talking about earlier and uh, any of the other folks we'll be in contact with today, most of them probably wants to come out of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. they don't want their life a mess. They don't want to live there. You know, if I was sitting with this young man now, I'd, I would ask him, what, what do you want to do in life? I mean, is this what you want to do? And some people have told us before, I'm, I, this is, you know, I want to do drugs. Well, knock yourself yeah. out with yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. But look. I, I mean, want to get you, high. I want to yeah, feel good. If you, know? you want to come out of it and feel better, because the Scripture says that my Lord brings you life abundantly. Mm -hmm. It just don't bring you a clean life. He gives you life abundantly and, and stuff. So there, there is, because, Bobby, at the time, 
I didn't know what I was thinking. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know. I well, just one, of I was li- one of the one of the one of the lies. Remember, we're talking That's about it. what we believe. Yeah. One of the lies is we don't know what we really need. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know what's wrong with us. We really don't. Well, the gospel not only tells you what's wrong with you, right? For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed, but also in it, the wrath of God is revealed. It also tells you, it not only tells you what's wrong with you, but it tells you, you know, that you don't have to fix you up to be okay. But there was one who was fixed up and he stands in our place. And the gospel is all about a substitute, the name of the Lord, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he solves our core problems. When guys show up to, to our place, you know, anybody that's stumbling in addiction, they think their addiction's the problem. That's not the problem. You know, they have a spiritual problem, and what they don't realize is that solving the spiritual problem is the thing that solves the physical problem. Me me and Ralph talk about it all the time, Bobby. We sit there, countless of the men, that's probably 95% of the men that come through the doors, we sit there with them the first day and talk with them, and time after time you hear them say, you know, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. i got a good heart. You know, that's that's the lie the devil tells yeah. us that this this goodness that we have is enough. Yeah. That, you know, our pride wants to just build that stumbling block that the devil just feeds off of. Yeah, for that sure. That lie that tells us that we're enough. It's yeah. right. It's Christ and his righteousness is all that will ever be enough. Yeah, exactly. And, and when I was trying to do the things that seemed right to me, they were temporary fixes, mm-hmm. as it's called, right? The fix that never well, and, and you, you look at that passage in Hebrews 11 where it says Moses foregoed the pleasures of sin for a season yeah. so that he could have the greater reward, right? I mean, you know, it's like what, what sin always does is the lie of sin is uh, that this temporary relief is the fix, there's no temporary relief that's to fix. Okay, like even even in lying, right? Well, why do I lie? Because, well, I'm afraid if I tell the truth that I'm going to be in trouble. So the temporary fix is to lie. You know what I mean? And that's, that is a lie that the temporary fix will fix anything. It always makes it worse. Well, I, I was, uh, you know, I, I was sitting here thinking that Maybe your family's let you down, your dad left, your mom left, maybe both of them left. Maybe you never did know your mom or dad. I'm just telling you, when I found my faith in the Lord Jesus, I, I, I never had to fear that he was letting me down. Yeah. I just never feared that part. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know what that looked like. Sure. But I just really never feared that he was going to abandon me or strand me. Or, you know, or... Well, why do you think... You, you led off the show with that if you're in Christ, yeah. you're a new creation, and old things are passed away, and all things are become new. Why? Because your core problem has been solved. Mm-hmm. You've been adopted into a family where you don't have to be enough because your older brother is enough. You know what I mean? And, and you've been accepted by God. Romans 5, you now have peace with God, Right? And, and so what happens is that peace with God is the launch point of freedom, if you will. That is the belief. The belief in the gospel is the thing that launches the rest of the stuff. It really does solve the... Jesus, when he showed up, first thing he said is, listen, I came to, I came to heal broken hearts. All y'all's hearts are broken. Ain't nobody that's ever come to our program that didn't have a broken heart. Mm-hmm. And... I came to set captives free, captives free, right? And you're a captive because you've been trying to heal your broken heart with something that's taken you captive, right? And here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to preach the gospel to you guys who are poor in spirit, yeah. to, your, to your brokenness. I'm going to preach good news to your brokenness, and the good news is that I'm going to stand in the gap between you and God, and you'll have peace with God, and that's the starting point. In, in Psalms 37, it says that he, he saves those who are crushed in the spirit. Yeah. So that, you know, that, that's what, that's what he came to do. Yeah. He came to uh, fix the chaos in your life. We're going to take our last break. We're going to come back and wrap this up. Been a great show. Listen, you can listen to this on our podcast later today. If you got somebody needs to hear it, go to livingfreecarinf.com. Click on the listen page and 
you can find all of our uh, radio shows that we've put out. Again, if a uh, phone number if you want to text a question, 662-603-9829. We'll be right back to wrap it up. Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. Bain & Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, attorneys at law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hi folks, it's Tommy Wilson from Car and Mattress Furniture Alley right here on Highway 72 in Car and Mississippi. Man, is it hot. The summer heat has arrived and no better way to cool down than get a water slide inflatable from us. Call the store to book yours today. Also, our deals on mattresses, recliners, lift chairs, adjustable beds are even hotter than the heat, man. Come see us. Remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get these deals. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Well, we welcome you back to our show, Hope. Today, I hope we have shared some hope with you. Maybe you've had a family member that is struggling with addiction, or maybe it's you. I'm just telling you, there is hope. You have to find your faith through the Lord Jesus and and trust in that that's trust in the process wesley that happened to you about four years ago well i i just was sitting here thinking you know bobby talks about it on about a 14th eight or 14th year in school educational level i'm thinking on about a seventh or eighth grade level and for me it was exactly like you said tommy i had to come to the conclusion there was something wrong with me it has been going on four years now and i'm completely content knowing that the one thing that was wrong with me the lord jesus took away from me and he nailed it to the cross and i never had to have it back but the devil for so long told me the lies that there wasn't nothing wrong with me life wasn't that bad i was just kept on trying to put more stuff in and more stuff in to, to fix me and it was at brokenness is where it all originated for me I had to find that you my know, and, point of brokenness. And for the guys that's come through the Freedom Center, the guys that has completed a program and found their faith there and went home and worked in that faith, yes. it ain't like you just get it and you're done. It's it's a work in progress. Well, you never arrive. You, it's never over with. It's a work. Well, once I got it, I couldn't get enough of it. Well, yes. That's, <laughs> you know, that's once I got it, I couldn't get enough. And I see yeah. that in Ronnie's lives and Joseph's lives. You know, yeah. some of the guys that's had just extreme success, they, they keep coming back for more and they keep craving more. And that's what the Word of God does. It just keeps growing in you and wanting Newborn wanting babes eagerly desire yeah. spiritual in, in In Wesley, <laughs> the guys that left our program that's lives upside down today all has something in common. 
They left their faith at the door. They didn't go home and work, work it in a church, and they didn't go to support groups. So that, that's kind of a common deal. If you want to work, uh, if you want to get out of the mess, find your faith, trust in that faith, and then work in that faith. That, that's it. I heard uh, Brother Sam Johnson down at the Home of Grace give a message at a graduation. And he said he's seen it time and time again over the years that people leave the program and they, what they do is they go out and they think they find something better. And I'm here to tell you, when you find Jesus, you're not going to find nothing better. And so going back to that old way of life is, you know, it, it's that, something that's just foreign to well, me. Bobby, me and Bobby was talking about another young man the other day, but we said that he, he, he thought he has it figured out and, mm. you know, but it, it, it's not that. You have to. It becomes a way of life for mm-hmm. you. It becomes your life. It becomes who you are and, and, and stuff. You, and, you know, the guy that is messed up and strung out today on some sort of addiction, that's who they are. That's it. And uh, stuff. So, I mean, I'm just telling you, we believe that your faith in the Lord Jesus can set you free. And that's scripture. John 8 says... That and keep you free. And keep you free. Keep that's you. it. That's it. The guys that do it. You do not have to struggle. I'm not an addict no more. I'm, I'm not once an addict, always an addict. I've been set free, and I've got 24 years to back that up. Okay? All right. Man, we're excited about tonight. Uh, we was excited about today's radio show, but tonight, man, at Living Free Ministries at 6 o'clock, Wesley, we got a guest coming tonight. Yeah, Brother Sean from the Dream Center. Yeah, over in Russellville, Alabama. He will bring excitement with him. He is a ball of energy, and he is bringing a group of folks with him tonight. We had him on the show a couple months ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he blew the microphone out. He was so excited. Uh, He was up in Shelbyville, Tennessee last night preaching. Tonight he's going to be at Living Free. We start at 6 o'clock. Our friend Rocky Miller kick us off with music. We're going to get Brother Sean started. And uh, and then we're going to give you a meal to go home on. If you'd like to have a meal, we, we want to feed you a meal tonight. We're going to cater it from our friends at the dinner bell. We're thankful for them. And tonight, uh, we're, we, will, uh, we will have that set up. We start at 6 o'clock, and uh, uh, we usually get done around 7, something like that. So, man, come on out. It's an open meeting for everyone. That's it. Brother Sean's been doing it for a while, Tommy. We've, we've got with him and talked with him a lot about bouncing ideals on how to do things the right way and we went over to one of his classes and man he taught just a just a powerful way to uh to deal with the whole cycle of addiction and and what that looks like i think he said he'd been to i don't forget how many rehab programs and things and then he before he found yeah yeah then he found his faith and man he got set free and then he had a heart to help others well if you remember his story was that he grew up in church yeah but it was never personal to him the jesus of the bible was never real in his life and it never was a personal relationship right. with him and that's whenever he said things changed whenever you know jesus became personal in his life and, and real to him he'd that, read the book but he never met the author yeah, yeah. that that'd be tonight at living free ministries we're located out on highway 72 go to magnolia funeral home Pull up into the funeral home parking lot, and we're at the back of the building. We've been there about 18 years now, so we're, we're thankful for the opportunity to be involved in the community, and tonight would be a great night to come. We also have support group meetings on Monday night uh, for anyone, too. So there's Monday night and Thursday nights there. If you're a hunt and help today, uh, and, and if you're our man, we have a couple beds. You have to start the process on our webpage carandfreedomcenter.com and Wesley will be in touch with you. Well, guys, man, been a great show. Yeah. Been been something that we like talking about. Uh, if you need help, reach out to us. We we want to help you. If, even if you're, if you're a lady or woman, we will get you into a program somewhere. There's plenty of programs. The Home of Grace, Nashville Rescue Mission. They, there's just a lot of programs out there you can go to. Okay? Well, guys, Dr. Fields gave us the one th- one finger sign, that means we got a minute, and that means we pray. Wesley, pray us out. Yeah, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for the day. Thank you for the opportunity to get in front of folks and uh, just share our faith, Lord, and what you've done in our lives, Lord. I'm thankful just to be able to help folks for the opportunities you present us with in the community. I'm praying for the guy that's still out there, the girl that's still out there struggling with addiction that they would come to some truth and know that they need help. And, Lord, that you would just make a way for that and give them some peace. In Jesus' name, amen.